man, look, man, this 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 the episode that I've been. I don't want to say dreading, but you know, like, damn, we got to get it out. You know, episode twenty five. By the way, you know what I'm saying. Want to thank all the people for pulling up. You know what I'm saying. This is for the love. It's your boy Los, and we here, of course. You know, you know, the past couple episodes. I want to thank the good brother Crosho. You know what I'm saying. Of course, Nikel and all the good brothers and sisters out there that been showing love for for the love you know because out here for the love we just about progression positivity and water drinking you know what i'm saying because if you drink soda and mad junk food i don't know what to tell you you know what i'm saying you gotta grow up you gotta let it go you know what i'm saying get the toxins out your body and just you know get some sunlight you know what i'm saying but other than that you know what i'm saying like i said we here episode 25 Obviously, of course, everybody's been talking about the slap heard around the world. You know what I mean? Like for people that don't know and just for some reason don't happen to know what I'm talking about, because I do not think there is one person in this earth at this moment that don't know about this situation. That's just my personal opinion. But here we go. So Oscar night this past Sunday, Will Smith slaps the shit out of Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. You know what I mean? So. To give you a brief summary, of course, again, this is Oscar night. This is Sunday night. This is the night in which Will Smith and other black creators slash people of color are nominated for various awards, such as Questlove, Shaquille O'Neal, and, of course, Will Smith and, you know, people like Denzel, who was nominated for the same Best Actor Award, you know, so... Will Smith being nominated for the most prestigious award of that night. He sits there in the crowd with his wife, who is Jada Pickett Smith. Chris Rock comes out doing his two minute set slash monologue of jokes. And he aimed a joke at Jada Pickett Smith and called her G.I. Jane 2 in reference to the movie where the character G.I. Jane has a shaved head. And of course, Jada has a shaved head. Now, of course, continuing that. When the joke was said, apparently Jada was displeased of the joke. Immediately, she wasn't feeling it. Will apparently laughed at the beginning, at the time of the joke being said. But as soon as he saw his wife, that's when a trigger kicked in and he saw his wife being displeasured. So that's when he got, that's when he turned up to keep it short. Now, being turned up and being disrespected, there's a lot of ways you go about reacting to being disrespected in this sense will smith decided to get up from his seat walk to the stage doing chris rock's speech slash monologue and proceed to slap the shit out of him not only did he slap the shit out of chris rock but once he slapped the shit out of chris rock he proceeds to turn around and then walks back to his seat and then continue to win his award which he just so happens to win the award so that's not to say that it was destined that Will was going to get it. It just so happens that Will won the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So and then in between the debacle after the slap, of course, you got Denzel and Tyler Perry, who's trying to console and mediate the situation. And not only did they approach Will Smith, but they approached Chris Rock as well. So shout out to those good brothers also, because we need those type of people, especially like Denzel where he was nominated for the same award as Will Smith. So he could have just definitely minded his business and just kept it with him and his family. But he actually took that moment to not 
belittle his his loved one but to educate in that sense because that's that's one of the big things that we as a black people have to stop doing when it comes to certain things like this even though a motherfucker has to take accountability and admit that they was wrong we can't be attacking a motherfucker because even to this day after the fact and after what we know about the situation it's motherfuckers that's still joking about it about not the slap but about her in quote medical condition regardless how you feel about that regardless of how your sensitivity is with that there's still people after the fact that's still joking her for that so that's kind of the point where it's like when do you relax when the shit keeps coming so anyway i say that to say will smith slaps the shit out of chris rock because granted that's the first thing that chris rock said out of his mouth when he got slapped was holy shit will smith just slapped the shit out of me and shout out to chris rock because that's composure for sure like if you need a class on how to hold hold it down and not just holding it down in general but in the worst case scenarios because that's when you really need to understand what type of composure you have and what type of mindset and temper you have in those moments so shout out to chris rock because if you look at it he definitely closed his fist it will clench his fist and he was about to swing the brooklyn was coming out but he he held it down you know what i'm saying so with that being said of course I'm here to share my thoughts. I'm going to come clean, y'all. This is probably like the 80th fucking time I done spoke about this shit since the moment because it is definitely been about a good week as far as this episode from the incident. So it's been a good amount of time to really sit down and, of course, listen to the motherfucker every day because you have no choice. It's like every day motherfuckers is talking about this shit. So I'm ready for this shit to die. But here we go. So my thoughts on this is as simple as both people were wrong to address Will Smith first because the most memorable piece of it, or I don't want to say it like that, but the biggest thing that we took from that or that happened from that moment was the slap. So to address the slap in Will Smith, Will Smith was ultimately wrong simply because he chose violence rather than education. You know what I'm saying? Now, I say that to say as long as Chris Rock threatened his life, attempted something with his kids or his wife and things of that sort, like take money out his plate and things of that. If you don't do those type of things, I don't see a reason, nor there's no reason. Fuck what I see. There's no reason for you to put your hands on anybody. So that's first and foremost. So the fact that I live off that standpoint and regardless of how I live off of it or not, that's just what it is at the end of the day because a motherfucker can go online or whatever and say los uh stinks and he don't wash his ass and i may feel some type of way about that but that does not give me the right to go to that motherfucker and punch him in his mouth even though i may want to do that you know what i'm saying but that's violent he never or in this sense chris rock never presented violence in that situation he only portrayed and given words so that's where will fucked up because he he responded with violence when it was words to that point, because like I said, I hate when we always say what the problem was and what could have been done. Like he could have been he could have been more educational about it. If it was a situation that it was um, sensitive to Jada and majority of us didn't know whether if she went public or not with it that could have been a moment where he could have grabbed a mic and spoke on it or from his seat he could have just yelled out his blurt and then left it like that rather than smacking the dude you know what i'm saying so with that i hope will 
does fully get that. Like, granted, he did take his time and apologize on IG, but I do hope mentally and going forward that he understands that and works on that control because that's the only piece that was wrong i don't and for the masses that i heard in multiple conversations i had with this i haven't heard anybody have a problem with him defending his wife that's not the problem we honor you for that it's just how you decided to do it which kind of made you look like a sucker because you went the violent route and now people are having these conversations or statements like oh he wouldn't have did it if it was such and such and things like that And that's bullshit to me, but I can understand it because you're smacking somebody in that given point of time. Now, with that being said, I will also say that in terms of Chris Rock, I felt he was wrong as well. Not more so because of what the joke was. I admit a joke is a joke. That's a fact. Now, what people have to understand, though, is you cannot tell somebody how to receive that joke. That's one just because you may not take it like that or you take it lightly doesn't mean the next person has to see how you see things so that's one thing so my initial issue with chris rock's role into it was the timing in that he even said the joke now i heard a lot of people bring up as far as the bigger picture you know the all black production team the fact that he was nominated for the most prestigious award which is the best leading actor you know things of that sort you know you got this other historic moments within the black culture as far as that particular night could have been given a more bigger shine if that moment didn't happen however that plays a part to chris rock as well because if he didn't say the joke then that would have just been it like if Chris Rock could have just analyzed the fact that holy shit we have one of the greatest actors of our time Will Smith being nominated for the most prestigious award now I'm not saying be a bitch and don't joke but it's like you could have just went a different way like he could have in my personal opinion he could have made a joke at Will Smith rather than Jada because that's the point from Will that I kind of like can understand from hindsight like why are you even aiming this at my girl like a joke is a joke but what do she have to do in this moment not saying jade ain't shit but this is my queen right here and more so this night is about me and i say that humbly because it's like i'm not trying to make it like oh make it everything about me will smith will smith but it's like if the world in the night knows that i'm going for this award for a movie i did like we're talking about beyonce going to compton california and performing at the same tennis courts that serena and venus trained growing up like we're talking about beyonce doing all of that setup you know what i'm saying you got will smith present with his wife so i say all of that to say the joke could have just been tucked regardless of who wrote it or not because me personally i don't give a fuck about who wrote the joke who fucking said it chris rock so it's it's just like when we talking about rap and music and who wrote the rhymes and you know what i'm saying as soon as aubrey was exposed or whatever you want to call it for having ghostwriters or uh help and motherfuckers came out and said oh we don't give a fuck as long as the song sounds dope that was them telling us we don't give a fuck who wrote it it came out of drake's mouth that shit was fire so as far as i'm concerned chris rock said the joke whether he wrote it or not he could have had the integrity to be like you know what this is probably not a good time to say it and i'm not saying that like chris rock knew the sensitivity level of jada at that moment i'm i take it for a fact that he did not know he was purely doing his job so he's not wrong for doing what he was doing 
It's just more so the timing of it, just like how we blame and knock Will's reaction to what he did after he felt disrespected. Chris could have read that like, you know what, I'm going to just like not do that and continue. And that could have made it a more efficient flow in that moment. Shit. Or he could have just made a reference to the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like just talked about how the nigga looked or like fried his appearance and that. And that would just kept the flow going from there rather than just like directing a joke not more so at will but his wife which in that moment of time had really nothing to do with any of the current situation as far as what we was there for like not saying we were there you know bowing to will smith in that moment but we knew that was his first oscar situation and he was nominated for a prestigious situation so rather than directing a joke at them it could have been either light of the movie or just nothing at all you know what I'm saying? So I feel like both people are wrong. Both people could have read the situation better. Ultimately, Will was definitely wrong because he went the violent route. And that's when shit got wicked from that point. Because once you go violent, then me personally, I have to see you. Shout out to Chris. That's why I say shout out to Chris Rock. Because that was a pure example of composure. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that's out there listening, if you need to work on. And this is even my fucking self, but even for motherfuckers that need to work on their temper and things like that, watch what Chris Rock did in that moment, man, because that's composure, man, you know, and shout out to the Brooklyn boys, you know, so again, that was Oscar night, that was this past Sunday, and that was just a big moment of things, and the saddest part about it was it was so much historical things in that night, like I didn't even know Shaquille O'Neal won an Oscar. I did not know. That's fire. I ain't even know eventually Quest Love won an Oscar. You know what I'm saying? Like the legendary Quest Love from the Legendary Roots crew won an Oscar, bro. Like these are the things that were televised, even though the GOAT Samuel Jackson receiving his lifetime achievement award or whatever memorable honorable award that the oscars did for him wasn't televised it was shown the day prior and the great denzel presented that award to him that is blasphemy to me but these are all events that led to that oscar weekend slash sunday night to be a legendary slash black culture event because it was dope like i just brought up earlier we watched beyonce pre-record a performance in Coppin, California with her daughter, her oldest daughter and a and her team with tennis ball suits and they was killing it. It's just black people, man. It's culture. So I say all that to say, you know, at the end of the day, even though both people in my eyes are wrong, I do feel like this of course isn't the end of the world. You know, of course with the media and social media these days, they're gonna talk about this shit for two more fucking years and that shit is annoying they need to like just get it over with because this is not the worst thing we've seen as far as reaction and things like that but the way they treating it as far as investigations is hilarious because you got mad oscar winners that are fucking convicted abusers you know what i'm saying but y'all ain't do shit to rescind those fucking oscars but y'all having these conversations so i say that to say understand that piece and we need to make the soul train bt source awards whatever the fuck awards we need to blow them shits the fuck up and make them shits our own because we need to stop bigging up these uh you know oscar grammys and go to the soul train and make them shits the prestigious awards like it was back in the day you know what i'm saying so 
in that sense, though, shout out to Chris Rock and shout out to Will Smith because at the end of the day, Will Smith, I get it. It wasn't you. It was Mike Lowry. You know what I'm saying? And Chris Rock, you did Pootie Tang, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? And Pootie Tang is top five, you know? And anybody that has slander for Pootie Tang has slander for me. And what we do at For the Love is we don't beef. You know what I'm saying? We all about positivity and, like I said before, progression. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't come with any of those two Ps, then you need to get the fuck out of my face, respectfully. You know what I mean? But that was Oscar Knight. Now, for my black ass sitting at the crib, the ironic piece about that Sunday night was that wasn't even the event that I was lit for, dog. That just so happened to be the most talked about moment of course because when you slap a motherfucker that's some shit that the world done heard you know what i mean but the sunday night and the event that i was lit for was the motherfucking any given sunday to smack url event you know what i'm saying shout out to the battle rap culture out there that shit was fire now of course and unfortunately that shit ended up in some violence as well and that's the whole I feel like the whole model and the the topic of this whole shit because why motherfuckers got to resort to violence when shit is already going smooth. So I say that to say this was potentially it had one more battle left, which was the main event. And that was Sue Surf versus Cortez, Bodega Cortez. You know what I'm saying? This was one more event, the main event short of this being easily one of the top three, if not greatest, battle cards ever, like, ever, like, as far as, like, performance, content, you know, everything, every aspect and category of battle rap that you can think of, I felt like this card covered it, and shout out to Atlanta, Georgia, because that Atlanta crowd was fire, I mean, it was, like, the most non-biased crowd I have a witness in a while from a battle event, especially a smack event. Everybody was just lit. And, you know, of course, having DC Young Fly host the event in Atlanta was genius from smack because he kind of gave it a light situation. Like the, the CDC joke battle rappers that's talking about holding guns and toting this is insane. So shout out to Atlanta because that crowd was the GOAT crowd. They definitely need to bring that event back or do something again for Atlanta, because Atlanta deserved that. But anyway, this card had the potential to be, if not the best card, at least like top two, top three cards of all time as far as Smack history, because it was overall, like, it just excelled in every aspect. Like, every battler was incredible. Like, it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, any battler could have 30 somebody outside of the person that they was facing type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So even the motherfucker that lost, it was like a good loss because it was like a gentleman's loss. But anyway, the first battle with that being said was Danny Myers. You know what I'm saying? The God versus Av757. Shout out to Norfolk, Virginia. Shout out to the hometown, Tide Water. You know what I'm saying? And of course, in that battle, not even being biased, not being hometown biased or anything like that. Because I can tell a motherfucker if they lost that they lost. But in this sense, I gave Av the nod. It was definitely a debatable. And that was another thing about the whole card that that was another point that made the battle card like immaculate because it was a every battle was a debate. It was a strong 2-1. It could have went either way. You know what I'm saying? Except for the clips battle but i'm gonna get into that but 
the first battle was Av and Danny Myers. Now, they both were saying some shit. I just gave the nod to Av because I felt like Av had more control and better pace during the three rounds than Danny Myers, even though Danny Myers' second was crazy because he started his second with four rebuttals. It was three of them back-to-back. It was boom, boom, boom rebuttals of Av's first, so that shit was crazy. But first one, I definitely gave that to Av, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to 757. And, of course, that was the battle of the night for me because Danny Myers and Av was wigging at each other. So it was just that Av was more potent, like his his lyrics was more potent to me. So I gave him the nod, you know what I'm saying? So that was definitely the battle of the night. And then the next battle leads to the performance of the night, which was Charlie fucking Clips, a.k.a. the GOAT. That nigga was 2014 Clips in that stage, dog. That was vintage clips. Like, you know how when, you know what I'm saying, you see a motherfucker perform, whether if it's rap or sports or whatever, or any performance art, and they just wild out and niggas be like, oh, that's the old him. But this was really the old clips. Like, if you really watch this battle rap shit and you watch clips back in, you know, 2012, 13, 14, like the battles against him and Hollow and Lux and all that, that was him. He was there that night, dog. He was wilding on Lou Castro. And shout out to Lou Castro because Lou Castro was snapping too. And that's what made this card so incredible to me because Lou battling anybody else outside of Clips would have been a 2-1-3-0 situation for Lou Castro. He would have beat anybody if it wasn't for Clips. It was just like the Tay Rock battle against Daylight when Daylight was wilding, but Tay Rock was wilding too. Tay Rock would have 30 anybody outside of Daylight. But I say that to say Clips was definitely 2014 Clips. His performance was the performance of the night for sure. He had the crowd, the battle rappers behind him, the everybody in the motherfucker like wild out because they didn't think he was going to wig like that. Like we know Clips for Clips, but we didn't think he was going to wig like that. So to see him wild the fuck out was some wild shit. So definitely um, 2-1. A lot of niggas in that situation said 3-0, but I'm not going to disrespect Lou. Not saying I'm giving Lou a round, but Lou, to me, had the second because in the second round, Clips was started off bugging, but I felt like Clips kind of like lost us at the end, and Lou second was more like solid. So I, d- I gave Lou the second as far as a nod, and then, of course, Clips had this first and the third because he was wilding on the first, and then the third was just wild out too. But definitely performance of the night. and. That eventually led to the unofficial last battle of the night, which was Calico versus Chess. You know what I'm saying? Now, again, this was another 2-1. Granted, it was only three battles of this night. It was supposed to be four. It was supposed to be a solid four battle card. And the fourth one was the one I'm going to get into after this one. But Calico and Chess, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to both of those cats. Again, this was 2-1. I gave it to Calico. You know, it was just watching a vet work. You know, Calico was just showing his vet status in that battle. And more importantly than Calico having the upper hand, and this is no not to Calico, me watching the battle, I saw Chess beating himself more than Calico beating him. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying Calico can't beat a Chess or is it nice because Calico is official. But Chess in that battle was beating himself, dealing with anxiety and things of that sort so 
Chess needs to work on his mental during the battles because he lets that get the best of him and that's what can ultimately fuck him over as far as battles because he lost that battle but that was more so a mental L than you know what I'm saying than anything else from that point but shout out to Chess because Chess j- just last year had the battle of the night with easy to block captain so that's exactly like me knowing that and to see how he performed in that night when he was like down on himself and he wasn't really himself like the aggression was there and the volume was there but everything else was not there like he was like you could see that he was trying to find himself within the battle but he couldn't get there so he just gave us whatever the chess was at that point and to that shout out the chess because he gave us three solid rounds he didn't give up he didn't quit anything like that he didn't get emotional he thugged it out and he was saying some shit you know what i'm saying he just wasn't mentally there because in his third when he choked that was more so like a mental choke you know what i'm saying it was like a he stopped rapping and then he just started walking back and forth and then and to that point and and that and that goes to the atlanta crowd because most of these crowds especially in a battle sense they're going to immediately shit on you the moment you stumble like the moment you stumble is like oh shit is like and then me personally with that i would love to hear especially in battle rap a performance straight through like with no stumbles or whatnot but if you do that then that's just natural that's what it is as long as you know what the fuck you about to say and you say that bitch then i don't give a fuck i ain't one of those type fans but obviously you got fans that's just like spoiled and perfect you can't mess up at all or if you stumble that's a choke you know what i'm saying so as soon as he did that he it fucked him up and he stopped rapping momentarily and he was pacing that's why his first round was long as fuck because it was like it took him forever to get through it but he ended up getting through it but calico ultimately with all that being said was just the better rapper in that in that moment he was saying shit as well and he was just a vet in that situation he pulled his vet card and it worked you know but definitely shout out to calico and chess and all the other performers and the main event that leads us to the main event of that night, which was supposed to be Sue Surf and Bodega Cortez. You know what I'm saying? Now, at this point of the battle, once we done watched the past three battles and done seen the intensity, the performance of each battler of those past three battles, everybody at this point was anticipating and ready for the main event. Because this was the one that motherfuckers was talking about for months as far as promo and even if you know about the culture and know your history and know how long these motherfuckers been going back and forth. So to finally see Cortez get this moment and get to pop his shit at that point, And we was just about like, what, 10, 15, 20 minutes shoved that moment and we got robbed by it is whack as fuck. Now, of course, to speak on the rob moment, this is neither Sue Surf's nor Cortez's fault. Now, it does have to do something with Sue Surf's camp. And apparently, a man of Surf's camp was stabbed behind the stage. And that led to a fight, of course, because at that point, once you bring weapons and assault, just like the Will Smith situation, everything is out the window at that point. So at this moment, if your man from your camp gets attacked in that sense, then the last thing you're going to do is think about battle rapping or rapping at a motherfucker. So to keep it short and without to give more details and shit like that, because I don't know everything. I just know somebody got hurt or attacked. And that person just so happened to be in Surf's camp. And then once word got out from Surf, it was, you know, handle that situation at that point. So that being said, 
that just so happened to go down during the last leg of the calico chess battle because that was the battle prior to surf and cortez so when that popped off that eventually led to the show just getting canceled because at that point when you bring in weapons into a venue then you know in security and shit like that then you shut it down so with that being said we was definitely robbed of the main event because that was the one we was waiting for i hope they go about and i'm pretty sure they are going to do it because they're not because i because i heard surf speak on the battle still going down because he didn't want to rob cortez of that moment so i definitely looking forward to see what smack and beasley is going to do with that and see what car and event they're going to put that on because i've been waiting to see cortez pop his shit and to see if surf can hold that so with that being said that was what i was waiting for that sunday which was funny because my sunday night was focused on battle rap and I knew about the Oscars, but I was like, eh, whatever. Like, I probably was going to check in and see if Will or Denzel was going to win that award at that point. Just like how we watch Jamie Foxx win Ray. You know what I'm saying? I was going to do one of those. But other than that, I didn't really give a fuck about the Oscars. And then when I saw a bunch of Will Smiths on my phone and then I'm seeing what the fuck is going on. And then I see the video of him smacking son. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, God damn. And then to see after that he won the award was like fuck and then to take it back to battle rap it's like dope ass performances just to end just to end with violence like that so i say that to say motherfuckers need to keep that street shit outside of the streets you know what i'm saying and read the room that's the biggest message of both of these situations read the room understand what's going on and utilize that to see how you move around you know what i'm saying but Besides battle rap and the fucking Oscars, man, you know, like I said, we are fucking here. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I've been drinking my smoothies. It's getting warm outside. It's days where it's cold and there's days where it's warm. I don't know what, what to do now. I'm outside with my slides, a thermo, and a motherfucking fedora and some shorts. You know what I'm saying? And some knee-high socks. You know what I'm saying? Got to keep it funky because it's days where I get hot and then two hours later I'm fucking cold. So now I got my cardigan you know what i'm saying but other than that you know we chilling what's the other shit that i had because i got into the beginning of the fucking week which was the battle rap and the oscars that was pretty much that sunday night you know that sunday night was lit as hell because even then i'm like yo what the fuck this shit is just falling on my lap for this part man you know so let's get into these beefs man uh, 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 apparently it's a lot of beefs going on right you know you got the remy situation and you got the benny and freddie gibbs like to start with that that shit is sad because these are two artists slash rappers who i love and endear they talk that shit freddie gibbs to me has the best catalog run in recent memory you know what i'm saying as far as like catalog you know and that's outside of kendrick and whatnot but between alfredo bandana and piana fire so him and benny is apparently going back and forth benny was asked to interview during one of his promo runs for his album and they asked him in regards to working with benny benny responded and said that window was closed but it's all love so that was very what the people say cryptic you know what i'm saying because it's like what does what does that mean and that's kind of what led to Freddie Gibbs responding on IG and saying a sarcastic response as far as that that sell his ship. 
and laughed at it. And then they've just been going back and forth. Like Benny saying that now Freddie Gibbs was begging to do a, a, a album together. Gibbs is asking about the unreleased track with Benny and Drake. You know, it's just jabs at this point. So I don't know if it's a disagreement or if it's beef. I don't know what the fuck it is. I just think it's corny because like one way flight is the hardest Benny, like one of the hardest Benny records up there and Gibbs is on that shit. So if that's what they can do with music, then where's that album at, my nigga? <laughs> like, like at this point, y'all, I'm begging for this album. You know what I mean? Because both of y'all niggas is fire. And besides the whole black community beefing with you i ain't trying to get that deep with it but to see two lit ass motherfuckers in the game right now that's doing their shit beefing with each other is corny as fuck because it's like why y'all can't just make music and just shit on niggas like don't get me wrong niggas don't have to be best friends like you don't have to be cool with everybody you're not going to be cool with everybody out here but in the same breath it's just that respect part of like you're a killer i'm a killer let's get on this record and kill this shit or let's do an album together and murk this motherfucker you know what i'm saying so I just think that shit corny, and that's all I got to say on that, because that's really what that was, just a back and forth spur of words. Nothing really went too far, at least yet. Hopefully not. Not trying to foreshadow that. I just know how motherfuckers allow the media and outside shit to influence their next move, so I just hope no bullshit happens from that point, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to them, and going forward with beefing, again, the last pod that i was watching because you know i'd be in the crib watching my pod doing my homeworks and whatnot i was watching the drink champs with remy ma shout out to remy martin shout out to nori and dj fn and she said a lot of things that at the end of the day she spoke her piece one of the main things that she said that became media driven was doja cat not being a rapper now ultimately remy is wrong because doja is a rapper where I felt or what I thought Remy was coming at when she said that was more so like the lane that Deja, that not Deja, but Doja Cat is in. Like, it's kind of like, and I'm not, and I'm not saying Doja Cat is the next Missy Elliott or anything like that, but it's kind of like Missy Elliott where Missy isn't just this one particular thing. She's five things under her umbrella. So that's where I kind of was feeling what Remy was saying, not saying that's what that's what I took from it when she said that. Now, in hindsight, in simpler terms, Doja is a rapper. If you get on a song and you rap bars and you have lyrics, rather if you wrote them or it was ghostwritten for you, you are a rapper. So it's just that simple. So that's the part that Remy, I'm pretty sure understood, but didn't express at that point. It was kind of like, it kind of came off like I'm the pure lyricist Remy Ma, I rap with pun, and I got bars, 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 so anybody that's not doing that isn't a rapper, and that's kind of where the people took a problem with it, because it's like, fam, when we hear Doja Cat, she raps, so it's like she's a rapper, you know what I'm saying, but shout out to the queens, shout out to the women out there killing their shit even to the women keeping it on women lotto dropped her album which is fire like i know we're talking about beefs but lotto dropping 777 it's a solid album man i'm not gonna lie i just had to listen to it just to see what the sound was going to be and out of curiosity and it's a dope body of work it's something that i can listen to again you know what i'm saying to keep it short so definitely acknowledge lotto and all the women out there killing their shit you know and just stop beefing man you know what i'm saying this shit corny like it's i don't 
think that's a beef, but I can understand both sides to it. And it's just sometimes niggas just have to keep certain things to themselves because it's like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Keeping it in music, Cole, man. That nigga Cole not playing with niggas, dog. You know, Dreamville got the Gangsta Grills tape. Shit is fire. Cole is rapping on that shit. Heaven's EP is that shit. And of course, you know, Cole is top three, top two you know what i'm saying that's that's it that's to each his own but definitely he's up there in that conversation been up there in that conversation and more importantly even recently after dropping the off season niggas ain't fucking with cold man you know what i'm saying the only other nigga that i want to hear in that comparison as far as coming soon is kendrick we need a Kendrick album, brother. You know what I'm saying? As far as album releases, however, to keep it with that, there's really nothing album-wise besides the Dreamsville record, and that's called D-Day. You know what I'm saying? Check that out on DSPs. There's other singles. As far as albums or body of work, it's still the Larry June, Jay Worthy tape, Two Peas in a Pod. That's the shit I'm listening to. And, of course, like, the same regular shit, Griselda, Currency, Bodie, all that sorts. The cool kids, check that shit out, man. Again, the cool kids, I almost forgot. The cool kids who, in my mind, inspired this whole shit. They have a triple album. You know what I'm saying? They they drop three bodies of work, which consist of three episodes, and they put together into one full album. So shout out to the cool kids, Chuck English and Mikey Rocks. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. That's really it about the music shit, man. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I can't act like. It's a lot, you know, we here, but on that note, what I'm going to actually do is just get into Sleepers, actually, a.k.a. 757 Sounds. You know, that's what we're about at For the Love. We out here showing the talent. This one on 2-5, episode 25. All right, so it was one project slash body of work that I forgot to mention during the music segment. That was the I Know Nego record. Shout out to Nego. And there's a particular track in that record that consists and reunites one of the greatest rap groups in our history you know what i'm saying they go by push a t and no malice and they are the clips and in this particular record they are speaking those nostalgic bars those hell have no theory slash lord willing bars and it's very great for the state of virginia and shout out to nigo for bringing them together so i want to play that and this record is called Punch Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. Yeah. Yeah. Punch Bowl full of car keys for all my friends. You get to pick your own bins. Punch bowl full of car keys for all my friends You get to pick your own bins The new bug guy in front of my mama house The new time off private Bahama route My new attorney get Jeffrey Dahmer's out And all that shit I told Obama about Ask him. Shared nightmares of feds rushing in Shared my world they couldn't touch us in I got it and lost it and got rich again While y'all signed papers and handed pictures in Taught you to fish to become fishermen I ain't washed this money for you to risk again We at Chip Riani's, we ain't chipping in Niggas fighting to pay when you got richer friends My manager started off as my publicist He buy GT2s and bunch of other shit My 4AM friends that I trusted in And 20 years later 
every vacation is still us again. It's baby seats back of the Cullinans. The new Bubba Watson without the mulligan. And I put all that shit under my government. Punch bowl full of car keys for all my friends. You get to pick your own bins. Punch bowl full of car keys for all my friends. You get to pick your own bins. The new bug guy in front of my mama house. The new time off private Bahama route. My new attorney get Jeffrey Dahmer's out. And all that yeah. shit I told Obama about. My entire life's been blessed beyond measure. If this marks the end of an era, it's been a pleasure. The wings still raise on the Carreras. The dream still king like it's Coretta. The dream still big like Miss Valletta. My chingo bling, meet me in Dulles. Covered in tats like it was colors. The last narco without the mullet. You can't compare us to such and suches. Rapping in couples don't do it justice. Arm and hammer, you can't touch us. We crossed our fingers before we flushed it. When it ain't come back, I was disgusted. Flip my wig like I was Duddis. Die for my chain rather than tuck it. My crown is leaning, I must adjust it. Punch bowl full of car keys for all my friends. You get to pick your own bins. Punch bowl full of car keys for all my friends. You get yeah. to pick your own bins. The new bug guy in front of my mama house. The new time off private Bahama route. My new attorney get Jeffrey Dahmer's out. And all that shit I told Obama about. Ask him. Yeah. Man, look, that was Tywater, Virginia right there. You know what I'm saying? Definitely shout out to Nego and the Clips. And again, that record was called Punch Bowl from the I Know Nego record. You know what I'm saying? Check that out on all DSPs and 757 Sounds, man. You know? And at For The Love, we want to send our condolences to Pusha and Nomalis family as far as losing their parents recently. So just want to send light on that situation. And of course, you know what I'm saying? Just giving flowers to the legends and letting them know even at the lowest points that we still there for them, man. You know what I'm saying? Because everything is bigger than what we looking at. You know what I'm saying? So, And as far as dedications, I definitely want to dedicate this one as well to the young god Kyrie Irving for, you know, just holding it down, 10 toes down, believing in his stance. And more importantly, in my eyes, not just believing in his stance, but not weaponizing it, because that's what was more honorable about it. Like he did not want a soul to believe in what he believed in. It was simply what he wanted for himself. And he understood the repercussions as far as not being able to play at least full time. But it got to the point where now he's playing full time. And guess what? He's still unvaccinated. You know what I'm saying? And that's not to say that's a ha-ha slap in the face to motherfuckers is just like you're not going to tell me what i can do to my fucking body you know what i'm saying so in that regard definitely shout out to Kyrie because you definitely sent the good message in that one and we can't wait to see you drop 60 on niggas with a fresh body man you know what i'm saying because we entering playoffs and to keep it a buck you should be fresh and ready to go you know what i'm saying so we're gonna see and you know what i mean and of course before we check out, you know, got to thank and praise my supporters, man, my listeners, you know what I'm saying? Y'all been holding it down, you know, like every day, keeping it funky with the God, you know what I'm saying? So just want to say from Spotify, Apple to SoundCloud platforms, 
thank you you know what i'm saying coming soon we definitely looking to go video so definitely stay tuned on that but in the meantime definitely love and flowers to all the people out there not only in the seven five but around the world that's listening to the god because that gives me a sign that y'all got sense man you know what i'm saying and it's good to be on the side where you know how to read and write you know what i'm saying respectfully so you know what i'm saying this is definitely for the love want to just shout out to all the people out there just keep drinking your waters you know what i'm saying get in the tub and let the water run before you walk in the tub you know what i'm saying and then put the soap on your skin and rub it all around your body and that's how you wash your ass you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day don't walk up to me and be like oh los i fuck with the pod and all that and you know what i'm saying and whole time is like don't touch me because you smell like train smoke i'm gonna let you think about that one you know what i mean on that note this is episode two five god bless